Greetings and welcome. This is Retune Radio, a podcast for conscious conversations with the intent for expansion and uplifting. I'm your co-host, Megan. And I'm your co-host, David. And the topic today is what is wounded masculine and feminine energy and how are we projecting from it? And for the folks in the family listening, I want to be very clear that you know that this has nothing to do with gender and everything to do with energy. So if you look back at the ancient practices such as yoga, for example, we'll start there because Megan and I are both very into practicing our yoga. You'll see that Hatha Yoga uh, represents the sun and the moon energies. And we do these physical asanas to get balanced in our bodies, which is balancing the masculine, feminine, sun and moon energies. So just to look at those two energies, the sun can be represented as power, um, activity, force, or heat. For example, just to name a few adjectives, whereas the moon is more um, about softness, resting, calm, and coolness. So while we're very active and forceful in certain poses, we also have parts of our bodies or of our mind that are calm and cool and resting. Right. And for the listeners, I mean, you can even just go out and observe this for yourself. Do an experiment. Be in the presence of the sun and observe its energy and how it's affecting you. And then be in the presence of the moon and observe its energy and see how it's affecting you. That's a a wonderful way to really see this um, for very clearly. Mm. Yeah, even on just the physical level, right? Um, And then in martial arts, Tai Chi, and if you go back to Taoism, like Chinese medicine, um, it's represented with the yin and the yang symbol, the yin-yang symbol. And the yin is the feminine, and the yang is the masculine, but they each have the circle of the opposing energy in them to show this balance of the two energies in ourselves and in life, in nature, in everything. Mm, I like that. And so moving forward, knowing those practices and how they're very relevant and they've been studied for so long, um, the way that we are seeing the masculine energy and the feminine energy show up is a distortion of this energy. And most people, there's a a word they say, it's a wound. Um, And so oftentimes we project from our wounds um, unknowingly. And just to give a couple examples, this is adapted from Jake Woodard. Uh, If you you know, already know Jake, he's an amazing coach and a feminine and masculine energy healer. And he describes wounded masculine as uh, forceful, dominating, manipulative, uh, overthinking, overdoing. A big one in our culture, which is uh, control, over-controlling, and uh, demanding. And then on the feminine energy side, he describes the feminine wound as repressed, Uh, particularly with their truth, uh, feelings of unworthiness, feelings of shame and guilt, uh, weak or no boundaries, maybe always apologizing or over-explaining. And I want to also make it clear that the distortion of the energy 
is something that can be brought back in alignment. We all have in us the innate ability to become whole. We are whole. And so when things get distorted, that's not for us to come on and say like, oh, you're doing this, like you're, you know, you're done. Like that's it, sorry, your masculine energy is out of balance. You'll never get it back on balance. As we all know with our own practices that you can bring things back online, you can heal things, you can bring things into balance. So there's always this, um, as long as we are aware of things, we can face them, right? So let's talk a little bit, David, then about how, you know, the, the wound of the masculine showed up for you personally. Well, I, I would start by saying as a kid, I was very in touch with myself emotionally, right? Um, I was a pretty emotional kid. I cried a lot. I just had very strong emotions, as a lot of kids do. Um, but I was always told that I was a crybaby, so stop crying. Stop crying all the time. Don't be a crybaby. So what this did to me was I had this, you know, open emotion, which was my feminine, but then this this toxic masculine creeped in and said, stop crying. So I put this hard shell around myself to stop crying. And rather than having these emotions, I would just swallow them deep down and just go numb. And I would feel tired and I would just want to go lay down and not express my emotions, but not want to be around anyone anymore. Um, So as I got older, I got involved with martial arts because I wanted to, you know, defend myself, but also to be a tough guy and to feel confident, which is great, but also in, in a way that like, if I have to, I can defend myself and like beat someone up, right? (laughs) Um, So I, I studied that for quite a few years and I really loved it. But what happened was it was a little too much of this like sun energy, this masculine energy. So I ended up finding internal martial arts like the Tai Chi and the Qi Gong, which is more of like a feminine energy, that yin energy, right? It's cooling, it's uh, soft, restful. And what I discovered with that was it was a really great balance to this external art that I had been studying for so many years that it helped me to find more of like a a balance and a state of peace rather than just constantly Mm. how can I hit this thing and what can I kick and how can I punch and whatever. Mm -hmm. It was also like let's take some of this energy inside and find some stillness. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that, that goes in line with, you know, just growing up in high school and then through college, I was always played the part of this tough guy from New Jersey, right? And I never s- still to this to that day expressed my emotions and I was like, yeah, I'm a tough guy and like I'm really sarcastic and I'll just make jokes and mm-hmm. be serious all the time and, you know, be scared of me. Right. Because I was still this like little boy that was you know scared to show his emotions so mm. i just numbed myself right um yeah so it, it took a long time and a lot of work to to become more open and in touch with that feminine side within myself uh, but the more that i can continue to do that work the more balanced my my two energies are becoming and the more peaceful my life will be right and and i like what you said there about balance and finding yourself a bit ungrounded 
during that and you felt that inside of yourself that there was something um, a little off. Mm. And and I think a lot of the folks listening and the family listening can relate to that, you know, um, being told how to express our emotions, when we can express our emotions, which emotion we can express. And then oftentimes we all learn how to shut down, become numb, suppress, and then we all get quite ill, we're filled with dis-ease, and we don't know why. And can you just share a little bit about your process um, getting to this balanced place? Yeah, a a big part of it was, um, like I said, the internal martial arts was very helpful. Um, to find that that softness and the stillness of the energy in my body Uh, yoga played a huge role as well because while a lot of it is very active and physical there's a lot of yoga that we do that's very cooling quieting Mm. and calm Um, surrender driven yeah you surrender a lot so we're, we're always doing in our society right I'm always like if I'm not doing something and busy then I'm not <laughs> successful today. That uh, and I still struggle with that. Follow yeah. us on Instagram um, at Yoga To Go SRQ. You'll find a lot of this on our most recent post about internal capitalism. Yeah, totally. Which is we are actually human beings. However, we are now in our culture human doings. Yeah, because I even find with my meditation practice, you know, I try to sit every day and meditate for a while, and if I don't. wake up and do it or if I don't do it for long enough it's not good enough right Mm. because it's this masculine energy that's like I have to do 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 and it's never enough Um, Uh, that would be from the wound yes so so we'll talk about healed masculine energy next but what he's referring to is projecting from that masculine wound yes and the more that I you know am hard on myself and it's never good enough it's just it's never going to be good enough right right so what i what i found is through these practices it's really helped me find that balance and come a little bit out of this wounded masculine into a more healed masculine um and just another example that i'll give is in my relation my relating with megan with family members close friends uh part of this wounded masculine can also be shown as always being a fixer. So if someone comes to you and has something wrong, I want to fix it right away. Rather than let them be and work things out themselves, it's constantly, how can I fix this? Here's a solution. Let me fix this for you. Rather than just allowing people to to work things out themselves. Meaning Um, like process on their own time and really just holding space for them. Holding space, exactly. Because we, a lot in our relationship, which we'll share with y'all on here and continue to share with y'all on here because we're pretty much open books about that and the work that we do is... Even last night this came up. I really just wanted to express myself and just have an ear to listen. And we don't always say what we want. And we expect our partners to be uh, mind readers. Mm. And so I just wanted to share my experience of the night. And David got into his masculine and immediately started giving me solutions. So I just calmly turned and said, I'm sorry I didn't preface what I wanted. What I wanted was just to share with you. And he 
totally understood. But this used to be a big trigger in our relationship. And it goes both ways because I am also coming from a, a massive masculine wound. And that shows up mostly for me with control. And that shows up with me with not being able to hold the space. Mm. And I love what you said, David, about thinking that masculinity was being macho and being a tough guy. Because that is not what masculinity is. Masculinity is not being macho. It's not being numb to our emotional states. It's not being repressive either of that feminine energy that naturally wants to come through us. But what you have found in your life now is that you're able to be grounded. You're very emotionally available. Your tendency to go numb, I know we've shared this a little bit, that it's still a natural pattern, but mm-hmm. you're very aware of it and very active. I know when it happens now. Right. Yeah. And then you're also integrating your inner feminine. You're integrating that into your life, whereas before you were very suppressing um, it, suppressed, and and almost you thought it was a, a a bad or a wrong way to be. Yeah. So I think that's beautiful work. Um, uh, how about you? What can you say for yourself and your story? Uh, I'm for sure me, everybody wants to hear about you. <laughs> Yeah, so for me, um, and listen, folks, I always give this disclaimer. We're not on here telling you that you're doing anything wrong in your life. We're not on here preaching to you in any way, telling you that you should be doing things the way that we're doing. In my personal life, others' perspectives have had the single-handedly most profound impacts on me, and I seek to connect via experiences. I love perspective, I love all sides of the coin, and I'm always open to that. So this podcast is really about y'all, the listeners, the family, coming to hear another side of a story. Hmm. Um, So just to give that disclaimer. So for me, it showed up big time, as I said, with my, you know, I was forcing things. And if, you know, the family and the folks listening, just close your eyes and picture a time when you really tried to force something. Just take yourself back to that time when you knew that you were not allowing and you were just forcing it. And how would you describe that time in your life? Because for me, the word that comes up is painful and excruciating and never feeling comfortable and knowing internally and intuitively that it just wasn't right. However, I continued to force and I continued to force because I was living from my projected wound. Um, I think I also grew up similar to David with this idea that emotions aren't welcome. Uh, get over it. Get, get on with it. <laughs> right? Yeah. And while I, I have accepted myself as an emotional body because that is our human experience, to not uh, allow ourselves to be emotional is denying our human experience. Um, in my most recent, I would say a couple of years ago with my journey, I identified quite a bit as feminist. And the more I observed this movement, 
I started seeing it from this conscious place and also uh, having people come to me from a conscious feminist background and seeing that it's actually in various waves. And the first wave, I believe, is filled with a lot of anger and a lot of projecting from your own masculine wound. And when you get through these various waves, when you ride these various waves to get to another point of view, uh, you're actually able to come from it from this more perspective of no one is superior, no energy is superior to either energy, they are both required energies for balance. They are both required energy for peaceful, harmonious, balanced living. Mm. And I love this. I saw this recently and I shared it on my IG. It was that, you know, the future is not female. The future is healed feminine, healed masculine, walking together hand in hand as fully expressed healed people. And I love that so much because that is what this work is really about, is just healing that within yourself so that you're no longer projecting from the wound and you can hear outside of your wound. You can hear the things happening outside of your wound. But when the wound is clouding our vision, when the wound is just clouding everything, And when you think about an open wound, it's, you know, festering and it's bleeding and it's pussing. And this is, this is where we're living right now. Most of us in this first wave, we are really in these wounds. So when we can heal that wound and minister it from within, we're able to see beyond it and understand more deeply. Mm -hmm. Um, So moving on from that, did that answer your question? Yeah. I would say so. Yeah, so you were always just do, 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 oh, yeah, and very yeah. pushy, and then, yeah. yeah. I was very pushy. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you answered For that. me, like, I was a secret manipulate, manipulator, too. I would understand you behind the scenes and then figure out ways ha- that I could manipulate you to basically do what I wanted to do. Hmm. And, I mean, I can just say that with our relationship, too, because that's my most intimate relationship is with myself and with you. And I always was behind the scenes trying to use words to manipulate you. I wanted to control. I wanted to um, demand and, you know. And then on the other side, my wounded feminine was showing up as well as I never spoke my truth. I had tons of shame and guilt. I had no boundaries. Um, Always like over explaining myself and apologizing. Like all of these are projections of our both masculine and feminine wound. So I would definitely say to go back and listen to that list and just observe yourself and and question which ones you may be projecting from and then see how you can bring on that healed energy, which the healed sacred masculine will show up as being present, fully aware, um, able to hold space, discerning and decisive, but has a clear heart-driven purpose. And the healed feminine is showing up as expressive you know able to stand in your truth intuitive compassionate creative and free-flowing yeah imagine what our uh, nation's you know politics would look like if 
these leaders, so-called, were were healed, were healed and standing <laughs> in their full expression. Oof, you know, that I mean, would be wonderful. Yeah. But again, this goes back to you know, David and I were talking recently about this like savior complex that we expect these men, these wounded men and wounded politicians and wounded. It's not just wounded men; it's wounded women as well to save us in some way. Mm. And you can create balance within yourself now. You do not need a politician to allow you to do this. You are able to design, create, and heal in this very moment. But the work always starts within, like we always say. Absolutely, absolutely. And the more I healed myself in my wounded masculine and feminine, I no longer created experiences that fed it. Mm. I no longer was feeding it, but it was really where my gold was. My gold that I needed to alchemize was in this in this healing. Yeah. And um, I love this quote. I think it's from Lao Tzu about how the rock is the hard like the rock is the hardness in the river but the water is what's flowing over it and what's flowing over it and flowing over it and the water is actually able to transform the rock so when you think about that in terms of energy you have this hard rigid firm stable grounded present energy at the bottom of the 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 river but foundation but the foundation can be transformed by the water and the water is kind of representative of that free-flowing feminine energy Mm. so i do invite all of us uh, that are listening to you know always look within because this podcast is not about looking without and blaming without this is about looking within and you know wondering just starting to observe and where in the life are these things showing up and what is, uh, you know, a way that you can hold space for yourself to be there with it. Yeah, and just look inside and just notice, uh, you know, the, the characteristics that Megan went over in the beginning about masculine, feminine, as well as wounded masculine, feminine. Which of these do I find that I express mostly in my life? And just start to look at that and become aware of it. Mm. That's the first step. Always. Well... Thank you all very much for joining our third episode. Thank you, everybody. And please subscribe, share. If you have any questions, let us know. We are around. And please follow us on yoga to go SRQ on Instagram and Facebook for more gems. Yeah. Peace, everyone. Peace. Have a wonderful day.